Hello, and welcome to another episode of Piecing the Parsha Together. This week is Parsha Tzav. Parsha Tzav seems to continue talking about the laws of Korbanos. Um, however, it also seems to go over the same Korbanos, or many of the same Korbanos that were discussed already in Parsha Vayikra, which almost poses the question of why is it that some laws are said in Parsha Vayikra and others are said in Parsha Tzav. So, <clears throat> there is a comment from the Ramban, and I guess for that matter, the Rashbam, they kind of both are aware of this sort of rep repetition of sorts. So the Rashbam's comment on the very beginning of the Parsha, Pasuk Vav, Perik, uh, Pasuk Beis, Perik Vav, Kol Kabanus Hamurim, the Parsha's Vayikra, everything was said in Vayikra, Chos of Gomer, Kol Dinam, it completes now all their, all their laws. Um, <clears throat> the Ramban's comment, he says that Daber al Israel is the beginning of Parsha's Vayikra, um, and then it says, the Ramban says, the very first Ramban on the Parsha, Kisham Korbanos, there was a commandment for everyone to bring Korbanos. The Yisrael Mavim the Yisrael, all the Jews bring them. The Kanam Artsav is Aaron, and now it's here it says, Tzav, as on command Aaron, which is the Kohan, Ki Yedaber B'Maiseh HaKorbanos. Now it's talking about the actual Maiseh, you know, the carrying out of it, but Kohanim, also some of the Kohanim did them. A similar thought. Mentioned in the Oznayim Torah that the focus elaborates and drop more, but the focus on in Parsha's um, Bayekra is on the things that Bnei Israel needed to know, things that would be related to the people actually bringing the Korbanos. In Parsha's Tzav, the focus is on the Kohanim who actually carry out the um, Korbanos. And then we see the, the very first thing discussed is the question of how long. The Corbin stays on the Mizbeach and talks about all night, and then talks about the coin removing the ashes. So once again, that is something that only the coins going to do, B'nai Israel are not going to do. Then, we have the comment of the Sforno. The Sforno says, Ahashahigid Maise Korbanos. After it told us about the Korbanos, Amra HaTorah, Torah says, the Torah said about what's fit for each one. Asher Ba'aremes, Chelek Iyuni Bahem. Some sort of deeper meaning. The comment of Rabbi Yehuda Koopman, his version on the Sforno, he says, this is footnote four, Bod Parshas Vayikra Kovas is Sukkah Korbanos. In Vayikra, we learned about the different types of Korbanos. Ves Makom Moshe Kol Echad Ve'Echad, and the place for each one of them. Marechas Hakolia Shel Kaparas Achote. The question of how people can get Kapara of his Karvusa El Hashem Isparach and be able to draw close again to Hashem. Parshas Tzav Osekes Bepniyuso Shel Kor Korban. Sort of the internal nature of the Korban. And then he continues, Rabbeinu Yefarish ki kishem sheyesh hefres, which in parentheses differentia. So there's a difference between ben, suge harkabanos, different types. Gam, 
Bipnimiuso shall call Sug Vesug, Kayamis have Frashios, Bemidas, Yali Luso, the Hasagas Mataraso have Miris. Something about the, you know, the difference in, in the, the intention. Also, Maximum. There's a focus here on what it takes, I think, to make the korban pleasing in the eyes of Hashem, the reyach mechoch, the pleasing aroma. The Sforna himself continues, There is no death, there is no question. Their actions, their intentions, as well as all of the different types of korbanos. The Hizkir, the Ola, Shakula al Mizbeach. So he says, it talks about the Ola, everything goes on the Mizbeach as a Reach Nechoch. But he says, some of it isn't completely burned, some of it remains as ashes, and that's what has to be dealt with. But either way, you have a difference, you have a distinction, according to the Sporno, that's talking about the, there is, there is a difference in, in them, and that's the, how they, how they achieve a certain level. So even according to the Sporno, I guess the, the beginning of, of the, in Vayikri, we'll talk about, the different types, and then the focus here shifts. Maybe not. Maybe it is something that is carried out by the Kohanim, but it shifts to being this idea of how do we get this to its desired target, so that a person gets the elevation they seek or they need. So that is another comment. This is somewhat somewhat different, but still perhaps a little bit similar in terms of the focus. And maybe this is something that doesn't just apply to the masses. It is interesting to note. That the parsha begins with the word tzav, as we mentioned in the previous episode, and Rashi's comment here: "Ein tzav ela lashin zeros, bezil miyad ladaras right away." And Amar of Shimon and Rishon makes a further comment: "The Yosef Tzarech Akasav Lazarech." The Pasuk has to tell us more. This idea you have to be, you know, make sure you're enthusiastic and take it seriously. The Mokum Sheish Bochasar and Kis, there is a loss of money because the Kohanim may lose their clothing and they get dirty. And this is, once again, we're kind of saying that this Parsha is a Parsha of Kohanim. Similar, in fact, I think, to how Tzav was. In Tzav, it was the Big Day Kahuna, followed by the process of inaugurating the Kohanim. That was Parsha Tzav. In Parsha Tzav, it is perhaps focusing on the aspects of how the Kohanim did the Avoda, and then it talks about them being inaugurated. Interestingly, there is still a reference to the Big Day Kahuna because it says in the third Pasuk of the Parsha, the Lavash HaKohen, a coin where Midovad, some sort of, uh, you know, garment made out of uh, linen, I think, he should have it on his uh, on his flesh, and then he uses that, to lift up the ashes, that the fire burned, the fire that, uh, the ola on the mezbeach, he takes the ashes, he puts them next, on the mezbeach, a different spot. And then he takes off those clothes, puts on new clothes, and these new clothes are perhaps a chayim, usually connotate something less. And um, he takes these ashes somewhere else, the machin, and machim tar to a tar place. So you have this again, this this introduction of the of of the kohanim service with again this idea of, of what they're what they're wearing, similar to parshas titzavi. 
And furthermore, in Parshas Tetzave, I think Rashi makes a similar comment about Tzav, the Lushan of Tzav. Tetzave is the same root, is also a question of Zrizos, Miyad, and Ladoras now and right away. So there's still a similarity. We go back to the Kohanim, it's a little bit separated. Um, we may have expected some of this to go Parshas Pekude, right, where we came back to finish up the Mishkan. It gets it gets pushed off, to, to some of it gets pushed off, um, the, the, the actions get pushed off. And uh, but nevertheless, when we come back to it again. The focus is we introduce the comments about the Kohanim, and that's again perhaps what Saf truly focuses on, at least according to how the Ram the Ramban says it. Uh, I mean, perhaps with, with you know in light of in light of specifically the comments of, of the Osnai and the Torah that they really focus on in, in these on these um, psukim in Parsha Saf is on the work of the Kohanim. So this Parsha once again is a Parsha of the Kohanim. It starts with this idea of them needing Zrizos. And uh, again, there's also this focus on, on being dressed appropriately. So again, there is the takeaway message specifically for the Kohanim. Right? Again, it's <clears throat> perhaps a similar focus is, is worth keeping in mind. If these are partials that have relevance uh, to us today who are not Kohanim and not to us today who have not had the op- ability to, to do the Avoda for, for almost 2,000 years, is that perhaps we still have this idea of making sure that our intentions are right making sure that our, the way we are presented uh, properly in front of Hashem, and also this idea of making sure that we have certain manners reasons to do at least what we can do. Um, with that, I'd like to wish you all a wonderful Shabbos, a happy Shushan Purim, and uh, thank you for listening. Hope to see you next time.